Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtun Millwall. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome one and all around the globe listening to Achtung Millwall, the number one Millwall podcast. My name is, of course, Nick Hart. You join me on a cold, a grey, overcast, windy day at the Den, South Bermondsey, for the visit of Bolton Wanderers in this relegation six-pointer. Is it too early in the season to pull that, dear listeners? I don't think it is. I think the, you know, the, the sense online is this bit of a must-win. I think I join the, the voices online in saying this is a game that the Lions really ought to be taking three points from. We sit in 21st in the table. On goal difference alone, Bolton sit in 23rd in the relegation spots just beneath us. So this is a, an important home game, an important must-win match for Millwall, dear listeners. Two changes to your starting lineup this afternoon. The return of Jordan Archer, which sounds like a 1960s trashy cowboy novel. The return of Jordan Archer uh, from his um, exile. Ben Amos is on loan from Bolton Wanderers and can't play for his against his own team under the terms of that loan deal. So Jordan Archer returns in goal this afternoon. Also good to see James Meredith back in his familiar left-back position. Your, your back line, therefore, is James Meredith, Hutchinson, Cooper and McLaughlin across the back line midfield therefore will be Sean Williams Ryan Leonard on the wings the, uh, the, the, the once forgotten now must pick Shane Ferguson on the left side Jed Willis who signed a new contract of course as you would have picked up online in the week Jed Willis spoke very uh, highly of the club how much he loves it here so that's great to, to hear up front will be Tom Elliott today and Lee Gregory sitting on the bench for us this afternoon dear listeners will be David Martin in goal 
goalkeeper, not in goal. He's sitting on the bench. Marlon Romeo, Ryan Tunnicliffe, Jim Caracan, another forgotten man. It rhymes with Caracan. Forgotten man, Caracan. Aidan O'Brien, international, Aidan. Murray Wallace and Jerry Scalak, also an international from midweek. Question I posed to the boys on the radio show last night is and probably the same question that you chew over constantly over your dinner table, your breakfast, coffee, your mid-morning cup of tea, whatever it is you do, is when are Millwall going to stop conceding slack, silly, late goals like we did what we did at Norwich last uh, two weeks ago, isn't it? been a while since I've been to the den, dear listeners, so forgive me if I sound a little rusty. It must have been over a month since I was last there for one, one reason or another, but certainly that game at Norwich was a gutty result. I walked away from Carrow Road feeling real, really pissed off with the whole, the whole situation. But, new game, new start, new boots, new panties. Here we go. The Lions will be attacking the away end of the first half, as is right and proper under English legislation including the Millwall Act of 1873. Bolton wearing their familiar white shirts and dark blue shorts, lines in the uh, traditional Dockers style dark blue shirts and, and, and white shorts. Off we go. Long ball forwards early on from Bolton, that's going to run all the way through to, uh, to Jordan Archer. In a kind of a lurid lime green outfit, um, kind of high-vis day glow. Jordan maybe is a fan of X-ray specs. The day of the world turned day go. A little bit of farting about in pen- penalty area inside the first 20 seconds. I don't like that. Lions will release with a long diagonal ball. Tell me if you've heard that song before. Finds Tom Elliott. A little flick header on. They finds Lee Gregory. Right out wide right so to Jed Wallace. That ball's into the box. Bouncing around. Will Jed make it? He's, he retrieves it inside the penalty area. Back to McLaughlin, who floats it in towards Elliott. That's going to be cleared in the end by Bolton. A little bit of earlier pressure inside the first 45 seconds, dear listeners. But this does allow Bolton to break straight down the other end. They've got man wide, wide right. A little bit of pressure now from on the shot on t- uh, well wide. Well wide. Uh, for one moment, as he unleashed it, looked like it was well on target. In the event, it was well wide. One minute. That was an eventful minute. Tom Elliott up front spoke in the week to the, uh, the official side. This is one of their internet memes. A uh, picture of Tom Elliott alongside a quote. The Gafford's given me a chance this season and to be fair to the boys, they've helped me on and off the pitch to enjoy myself and enjoy my football. It's credit to the manager and the team for helping me and giving me that chance as Tom Elliott. It'd be nice to see him really get some goals. I mean, I, I, I thought he did okay at, um, at Norwich. He'll never be the um, you know, Lions answer to Thierry Henry, but... He's a willing, honest player, and um, I, I like Tom Elliott, but it'd be nice to see him get amongst the goals. Use his physique. This is uh, Lee Gregory now, on two minutes, on the, on the right side. Ball into the box, trying to find Elliott. That's going to go for a, a goal kick. I thought it was a corner, but it's given as a goal kick. Early crossing from the, in the right. Lions clearly looking to use Tom Elliott in that physical role that we, we yearn for. We yearn for Tom in a physical way, dear listeners. Incidentally, and off a total tangent, I'm just thinking of Tom Elliott in a physical way, I suppose, but it's uh, reminded me of Mrs. Mrs. H and I watched um, a film about the, the originator of the Wonder Woman series last night, a guy called Charles Moulton, quite a, quite a, a psychi- psychiatric um, inventor genius in his way, also producer and writer of Wonder Woman, long ball forwards there, the ball head tennis in a bowling area, this is, this is going to be cleared by them, they'll draw a free kick. Challenged by Ryan Leonard on the defender. Yeah, so um, Charles Moulton. Um, 
strange personal life. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm trying to think the most polite way I can put it. He had a menage a trois with uh, two, two of uh, one student, one, one was his wife, I think, as far as I could make out from the. That I was flicking into it and out of the, of the program. Um, it was all done in a very tasteful way, but they were, they were into kind of bondage and um, uh, masochism, menage a trois. Um, and he built that into the early Wonder Woman series. If you if you ever read any of the 1940s or uh, you know uh, early Wonder Woman, she's always been tied up, and um, apparently it derived from his, his love of bondage. Anyway, I think I probably strayed far from my Millwall brief. Three minutes into the game, brave header in there by James Meredith. Lions recover possession. It's a long ball forward. Um, Elliot can't control there, as you could detect by that scathing response from the uh, the West Upper four minutes no it's just better from Tom Miller. good good work there they'll draw applause for that rightly so shielded the ball very strongly held the ball and laid it off to, to Williams nice, nicely done there by Tom Elliott this coming towards the fifth minute of the game this is Jed who switched sides now back to Ferguson a floating cross it's long towards McLaughlin who pushed his man little pause like that to wait and see who that was from a distance, so my, my eyesight maybe is fading on me. Maybe I've been indulging a bit too much of Charles Morton's Wonder Woman uh, comics. I don't know, but uh, I found it quite hard to tell whether that was McLaughlin or, or, or Griggs. Laugh at me if you will. Laugh if you must, dear listeners. It will come to you one day too. Break forwards now. Down it goes, flying forwards, looking for a penalty there. I thought for one moment he was going to get it. Five minutes. It was surged down the left hand side slightest of contacts and he's gone flying forwards I think he's probably made too much of it for the referee's taste but that was a a moment um, that made your heart stop and there's a, a free kick awarded there pulling on the on the mill as they try to break back this is a team managed by Phil Parkinson who um, these teams always seem to have a physicality that um, tries to match the Millwall way so I think we're going to be in for a a full-blooded 90 minutes this afternoon, dear listeners. Mark Beaver's in there. He, he plays for, for Bolton, of course. He's a familiar sight down here. Number five, I believe that's Beaver's. Try and do a podcast when you can't tell which player's which. You, you <laughs> oh, well. Bolton breaking forwards again. He overruns it. There's a beautiful save from Jordan Archer. He falls to the 10 from distance. Fantastic save, Jordan Archer. I'm close. Wow, wow, reflex saved the bin, he's on its feet. That was a ball through, the ball worked, he was forward, striker three in the six-yard box. First save was very good, second save was world-class. Jordan Archer, the return of, that was a fantastic save. And that's got the bend buzzing, but it's a corner on the left-hand side. Wow, 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 wow. I want to see that again. As it is, we have a corner on the left-hand side. The Lions are being caught on the break, rather, by... A, by Bolton, that's a worrying sign. They've got a corner here on seven and a half minutes after that excitement. That's a near post ball that's headed up and away. Still uh, head tennis inside the Lions area now, and hopefully we'll bring away we we do ish. Yes, Lee Gregory on the halfway line. And there's the Lions stunned, it's end to end stuff, dear listeners. Wallace is dispossessed, unfortunately, goes back to the goalkeeper. Fantastic. Uh, two saves in succession there by Jordan Archer. He's staking his claim for his place back, I think. Well done, him. Well done, him. 
It's a chill wind swilling around, swirling, not swilling. Swilling has a different connotation. Maybe it should swill. Maybe the wind does swill around the day and there's a cold one this afternoon. Winter is coming. All over the top from Leonard trying to find Lee Gregor and does find Lee Gregor on the right. He's got a little bit of attention from the, the white shirts. This is, uh, this is Jed on the right side of the penalty. He's making a nice run. There's a ball into the middle. Put behind with some authority by the four. Going to be a right-sided middle corner, nine and a half minutes. Jed's looking a lot more um, attack-minded. Liberated. Probably liberated is the, is the word I'm searching. Look, he's, he's tried to carry the weight of the world on his shoulders at times this, this rather unsatisfactory season. But so far, inside the first ten minutes, he's looked like he's, he's had the, that weight lifted off his shoulders. Here's the right-sided corner from Sean Williams. It's deep towards Jake Cooper, taken by the goalkeeper. It's going to be a Bolton free kick, the 10 clip by, by Ferguson on the right side of the middle half. It's going to be a chance them to, to loft the ball in. They give the impression in these early stages at least of being a team that have come here to, to try and score. Floated in, that's one bill. Sorry, pulls as it kind of came off the, off the right side of the post, balled into the mix, um, headed home from close, in off the far post it seemed to me in real time. Hence, hence the pause. That's uh, one goal to one nil to Bolton. Let's watch it again. Floating from the ten over the heads of everyone. Yeah, off the post. Beavers scored. Typical. Defensive error. I'm afraid, dear listeners. Lions defence beaten to the punch somewhat by that cross. What's the fucking depressing start to the game in these times of Theresa's No Deal, Deal, Brexit, whatever you want to call it. No deal Brexit or remain. You come in to get cheered up and instead you on, on 12 minutes you get that soft, softly conceded goal. Sad to say. Little one-two. This is Ferguson who works space. His cross was put for a left-sided corner, dear listeners. That's better from Millwall. Then it comes from Sean Williams. It's deep. It finds uh, Hutchinson. All bouncing around there off of Cooper. It's who's clear in the event by the, the white-shirted defence. Lines recover. Jed Wallace feeds... Ferguson, no, he's just over, overrun it. He does retain possession. Jed said where he wanted it and got it on the right side now. This is Jed floats the ball into the middle. Punched away at the last by the, by the goalkeeper. Nicely challenged by Meredith. Lines looking a lot better going forwards. That's going to be a middle throw in, surely. It is. 14 minutes. Lines pressing forwards there. This is going to be a Ryan Leonard throw in. Along of the long version. In it comes. It's, it's towards the... Uh, it's not long enough, unfortunately. And Bolton hoof it clear. Who'd be a goalkeeper? All that beautiful work by Jordan Archer undone by sloppy defensive work just a few minutes later. There it is. Bolton trying to press us quite high up the pitch and um, all keeping possession quite well actually. It's early in the season for, for six pointers to, to, to be taken seriously, but there is a sense of that. I, I think we, we don't want to find ourselves locked into the, uh, the bottom four if we can help it, but uh, losing today won't help our calls on that front. And as someone put it online, if we don't win today, we are in it, in, 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 the, in the mire, in the brown stuff, the feces, the guano. You get my, you get my drift. Bolton pressing falls down our left. On 17, come towards 18 minutes. They've gone past two defenders and win, win the, uh, the corner on the left side. They clearly come here with uh, attack as their, as their best form of defence. They're equally wanting a win out of today's proceedings. Also in the, in the uh, mire, the feces, the guano, blah, blah, blah. So this is going to be a left-sided corner. 
a chance for them to put the ball into the mix. If we go two behind, then we really are up against it, dear listeners. State the bleeding obvious. It's my podcast. I can state the bleeding obvious if I want to. It's my show. It's not, I am your Dorothy Squires booking the London Palladium. Then it comes. It's near post. That's headed up, not away, but up in the air. And then hoof clear by, by Jed Wallace. Here comes Bolton, down the left-hand side. And now I've got Dorothy Squires. My old nan had the album when she booked the London Palladium herself when the, in the alcoholic aftermath of her breakup with Roger Moore. And she produced an album which was all full of uh, drunken, sad songs. My nan loved all that. Poor old Dorothy. Bolton on the left. There's the 11. Attacking Conor McLaughlin. He's, he's been... Uh, run into the corner they do keep possession quite nicely on 19 minutes there's another cross into the box that's flicked away Mill on the break there was a moment there where I thought it was going to fall into the path of the oncoming Bolton attacker but as it is Lee Gregory draws a free kick in the centre circle referee furiously frantically blowing his whistle to stop play another moment of, um, of uh, hesitation in that Mill defence that's, that's the thing that's showing this season that wasn't there last season why I, I, I don't know clearly something um, has crept into our squad that um, everyone's losing faith of everyone else a bit like you know the Brexit debate itself a bit of politics there for you dear listeners yellow card for the Bolton uh, whatever it was midfielder I think for that challenge normal service has resumed says Michael Avery Bolton having not scored for four games previously, they scored today. One thing you can always bet is that Mill will break sequences like they haven't scored for however many games and they haven't won in X number. Ball floated forward by Sean Williams towards Tom Elliott, that's going to go for a right sided corner. Comes towards the 21st minute of the game, halfway through the uh, half. Rather an unsatisfactory half in some sense. We've had a lot on the ball, we've had a lot of pressure coming forwards, but Bolton have looked dangerous on the attack, which um, makes you wonder how they, they can retain statistics like haven't scored in X number of games, but there we are. Into the near post, bouncing around and away. Bolton hoof clear. The referee's coming over to the side. Don't quite know what's happening here. Not remarkably, the, uh, is he injured? players are all leaving the pitch, coming to the side has the referee pulled up don't quite know what's going on at the moment, there's a pause in play on 23 minutes famously back in the early 70s Jimmy Hill, the uh, football pundit of, of old, had to come down and take the place of a linesman who pulled up and these days the fourth officials, they should, should have this in hand, I, I don't quite know what the uh, pause, if that is the referee that's, that's going out of the game crowd getting restless, we've been paused for a a few minutes now. I'm presuming the referee can't continue. I don't really know what's going on, in all honesty. Neither does anyone else, which doesn't help the general sense of um, anomie. That's a good word. Where'd that come from? Anomie. I'll have to look it up later. I hope I'm using it correctly. I think I might not be, but anyway. So we do have a, a new ref. Looks remarkably like Jem Caracan. Wouldn't it be a hoot? Wouldn't it be a stroke if we managed to palm off Jem Caracan as a referee? Service looks like it's being resumed. Enemy, lack of the usual social ethical standards of an, in an individual group. Probably, I don't know, I'm sure if I used it correctly or not there in the context of that sentence. But anyway, we shan't dwell on that. Back underway at last, 27 minutes showing. There'll be some, some time added on for the, uh, the break in, in proceedings there. 
getting slightly pushed around at the moment by, by Bolton. They're coming forward again on the right-hand side, dear listeners. Here's the four on the edge of the penalty area. In the end, their pass is wayward, and Lee Gregory dispossesses them. So that'll relieve that pressure. 28 minutes. Beavers beating Elliott to the punch there on that long ball forwards. It does break, however. This is Shane Ferguson coming down the left as we tick towards 29 minutes. He finds Elliott in the box. He's touch let him down. He's touch let him down. Williams from distance. Shot wide, wide left. Hits the stanchion. Who haven't quite set the den ablaze with fire and fury so far, to coin a phrase. The game is flat as a pancake says Michael Avery on, the, on my WhatsApp group he's, he's right there there's nothing to get the Lions fans excited as we tick past 32 32 and a half minutes we've pretty much been taking um, you know the incisiveness has come from Bolton we, we have had a lot of the ball but with no end products and that's um, given our, our defensive woes this season if we don't have any end product then we really are up the, up the creek Sons paddle Another injury break, and the, the, the bizarre as it might sound, the, the old referee's come back out again. Is, uh, has he been off for a pony or something? What's, what's, what's going on here? No, he's, he's putting his coat on. He's not cut off, he's making a comeback. Maybe nipped off for uh, you know, a trip to the, uh, the backdoor trots, as my old, old uh, nan used to call them. But I think he's put his coat on, he's uh, calling the day quits. Another pause whilst uh, I think it's Tom Elliott who's down at the moment. It's been a bitty game, a dissatisfying game, dear listeners. I wish I could report different, but I can't. I have to tell it as like I is. Elliott leaving the game. He must have taken a classer there, dear listeners. Aidan O'Brien coming into the game. That's, that's going to be Aidan O'Brien and, and Lee Gregory up front. It's a youth takeover day, dear listeners, hence the, the junior uh, announcer. Well done, the junior announcer. He's, he's, he's done quite well today for me. Maybe we'll keep it on the floor a little bit. That would deceive uh, Bolton. They've been planning for the long ball for um, yeah, down the middle towards Tom Elliott, and they've got it so far. But hopefully, with Aiden into the game, we may start and try and keep it on the deck a little bit. But that's moved wide, uh, wide right into touch, as per the form book. 37 minutes, dear listeners. Tony at Mill was a bloke to my right wearing a pair of shorts, dear listeners. Believe you me, wherever you are, from Alice Springs to uh, Changi, Singapore, the Hawaii, the Bahamas, it's not a day for shorts. But down the den there is. 41 minutes of pretty tough, thin gruel. This reminds me of the gruel served up to all of a twist in the workhouse. It's that kind of thin gruel. The Lions, of course, were not one of the uh, the big 15 clubs who are threatening a breakaway from the uh, Football League. Reported in the in, in the press, the press—that's an old-fashioned expression. The press sounds like you know the gentleman from the press. Um, so we weren't one of the big 15. I don't think we're invited to the party. Big 15 clubs want more TV money and are threatening to set up a Super League Two, uh, a Premier League Two. But we're not part of that party, I don't think. I wonder why. Mr. Aaron Paul of uh, Love Sport Radio is asking me on Twitter, weren't I a referee once? I don't know where where I've got that impression from. I've never been a referee in my life. I get shouted at professionally in in the world of housing. Nice little flick through by Lee Gregg on the right-hand side. Ball into the box. Ball to Ryan Leonard. Great save. O'Brien's in the house. Headed off the line. Wow. 
Ping pong inside the six yard box. The Bolton players are congratulating Beavers like he scored a goal. That was a, a, a well, goal scorer, a goal sky saving header there. Beautiful play by the Lions. It's going to be a corner on the left hand side. Very, very unlucky not to score there, dear listeners. I'll have to see that again to give you the full monty as to what happened. Must be the last few seconds of the of the first half. Ticking down. Another bloke with shorts on just walking past me. A hipster type, one of those kind of French revolutionary um, hats they wear. But a pair of shorts. Tough hipsters here. This is a break. This is Aidan O'Brien on the break. Can he find any space? He can't. There's the half-time whistle. Late tackle. Took away that, that, that break. Very um, dissatisfying half in some ways. We looked better when Aidan O'Brien came into the game late towards the, the uh, latter part of the first half. Otherwise, Mill have not played at, uh, at their best. Another sloppy goal to concede to go one behind. And we, we kind of teach on the edge of giving away the second. So, um, very dissatisfying half of football. Mill nil, Bolton one at the break. Achtung, Millball. half-time tweets JJFCBL says that was an odd half largely shite I think um, I think that captures it in, in, in one sentence possibly no need for any more uh, anything else other than that JJ odd half largely shite I'll make you right mate the MSC Mill Supporters Club says half-time Mill nil Bolton one a real lacklustre first half from the Lions and a sloppy sloppy goal to concede just after a moment of brilliant Archer. apart from the last couple of minutes Mill have been clearly second best to a bang average trotter side says the MSC the 1885 podcast says uh, half time nil one Beavers with the goal Mill crowd booing in parts after a shocking half of football should have levelled from that chance in injury time late chance however surely second half can't be any worse asks 1885 I don't see why not there's no um, reason why it can't be any worse a bit like people who bet on the you know on the red or the black on the, on, on, the, on the Las Vegas tables on the principle that it's been black for 20 times and therefore it must be red next there's no linkage dear listeners superstition only Kids doing well Good stuff. I like this. Finally, a message from Doug out there in Sweden, watching via the miracle that his eye follow, says, uh, fucking awful. No work rate, no teamwork, big hole in the centre of defence, three times, lucky it's only one goal, worst performance so far this season, says Doug Hume in Sweden. Achtung, Milbein. Teams are back out for the second half, dear listeners. Just reading about the harsh words that Ryan Leonard reports at the uh, Calmont Road training ground. 
not panic stations, he says, but there's been harsh words, exchanges of views, clearances of the air, blah, 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 at the uh, Bromley Cowmont Road, Downham training ground. Let's hope that there's been more harsh words in the dressing room and something happens in the second half because, as it is, we're uh, staring down a barrel of a 1-0, possibly more if the, the way we defended at times in that first half. Well, there we go. Lions attacking the Coldplow Lane end in the second half in accordance with English legislation. Here come the Lions. This is Lee Gregory on the break here. It falls to Sean Williams, edge of the D. His ball was a little bit slack towards Jed Wallace, as I said earlier on. Not uh, Williams' best game today. And Bolton win a free kick. It was a little moment where we were looking to fiddle the ball through the middle. But it all went wrong. This led a dispossessed there. There's a chance of Bolton to break. Almost found the eight on the right side of the mill penalty. They do keep possession. This is the 14, I think, down the right side. That's a chance. It's a great save by Archer. And hoof clear by, by McLaughlin in front of the oncoming uh, forward following up there. Good save again by Jordan Archer. He's done well in this game. He could, there was nothing he could have done about the goals. Those two world-class saves in the first half. That was a very good save there. 49, 50 minutes looms. Crowd doing its bit to try and get the Lions fired up. This is this is Meredith breaking down the left. It falls to Aiden O'Brien. There's a penalty. He goes tumbling. No decision there. Crowd have been brought into play, a little bit of movement, a little bit of action, it's all it needs, but we do need something to feed from, and the Lions have given us precious little in this half, in this game, let alone the half. Lions keeping possession, searching for a way through this massed white-shirted defence in front of us. We're keeping the ball quite well, but uh, for a long period we've just been uh, spraying it back and forth on the halfway line, which is very unmillwall like This is uh, on the left side, I think Bolton will get a chance to clear and, and, and do story in a week of one of our promising young 14 year olds, 14 years old Darko Giabi signed by Manchester City, imagine that 14 years old signed by Manchester City for £1 million apparently uh, how, how football works is beyond me, that 14 year olds can be traded in this way but um, there we are uh, an exceptional young talent said Neil Harris, Darko Giabi now a Manchester City player, lost to Millwall, uh, modern football, welcome to modern football, Manchester City of course funded um, by the uh, state oil wealth of, uh, was it Dubai, UAE, I can't remember which one it is, and all sorts of uh, jiggery-pokery, fiddle, bit of fiddle in the Manchester City finances, which no one in authority will give one tinker's cuss about because money talks, dear listeners, don't go expecting justice in this world. 56 minutes, looks like Marlon's coming into the game, I don't know if that's going to be McLaughlin who comes out. The pace coming forwards. One would hope so. Wouldn't one. New tactics, passing the ball. Rhinus Michels of Ajax would love it, but um, will the, 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 the Den Konya Sentai love it? Don't know. Uh, there was a debate online about whether you, the fans love football, winning football, if it's, if it's the kind of winning football you don't like, is that a bad thing or is there such a thing as a bad way to win, I don't know, I, I think I, was, I always take the win over the style personally what about you dear listen, what do you think is, is the way you win important or is it winning alone that counts Can, if you win ugly does it feel better or worse than winning with style bit of a philosophical debate for you there Aidan O'Brien runs across the goal. It's a shot 
Oh, this is Gregory. Couldn't quite get out uh, on the rebound there. Runs through to the goalkeeper with no great harm in the end. The shot on goal blocked. Fell to Gregory, but couldn't get any power behind the shot. 62, 63 minutes. 64 minutes. Marlon now trying to find some space. Breaks to, to, to Ryan Leonard. He feeds Shane Ferguson on the right sidelines. They're picking the passes. They're trying to be patient. Ferguson gets it in across the box. That's underneath the crossbar for a, a corner. Right-sided corner. Mill trying to play the football. Right-sided corner. This will be a case for Hoofball. I think this will be one for, for Jake Cooper to, to come in on. He does come in on it. The goalkeeper palms it away. O'Brien does well to draw the free pick. He takes it quickly. Wallace now on the right side. It's a deep cross towards, towards Gregory. The ball's bouncing around inside the penalty area. And Bolton will clear. Bolton on the break, 65 minutes. That's an aimless, I don't know the shot or pass or what it was. It's gone through a goal kick in the event. He's given a corner. Must have said it's come off a mill heel. Right side, the left side of the corner for Bolton. Bolton taking their time over the corner, as you would expect. 65 minutes, we're coming towards the halfway point of the second half. The Lions are looking more dangerous, passing the ball more. But this is a moment to defend. If we go two behind, I rather fear that the, the day is lost. The 10's going to take down in front of me in block one. Angle back. That's, that's flicked away by, by Hutchinson. Back into the mix. And that should be taken by... by uh, no, it's going to go for a goal kick. Bolton break down the right-hand side on 72. Chance to um, cut the ball back from the right. He's, he's paused the, uh, the winger there. It's going to be a shot from the edge of the penalty. That's high over the bar. Point after touchdown style from the 10. Coming to 75 minutes, dear listeners. Well, 15 minutes short of the, the end of the game. There's a bit of an exodus going for the exit, so it's not that bad, surely. I know it's cold, certainly cold, but the Lions are still in the hunt. Streams of people making for the exit, so maybe they've got a long journey home or aeroplanes to catch to far flung exotic destinations. Perhaps wherever you're listening, dear listener, out there in you know, Exotica deepest, darkest Orinoco somewhere lose this another uh, substitution here Meredith coming out Yuri Skalak coming in I think I'm with the no man but anyway ball in from the right side it's going to go for a corner right side of corner from Shane Ferguson 77 minutes Morrison speaking to football.london said the next few games, home games, are huge. We haven't brought a huge performance today. Still minutes to go, 77, still 13 to go. In comes the corner. Ball bounces around, it falls to Ryan Leonard, it's bouncing about. Loose, scuffed clear. Skalax in the mix and concedes a free kick. It's a disagreement of the den, as you can hear. And there the bowling player goes down, stays down. Of course he does, dear listeners. That's the modern rules of football. Ferguson, amazing little run across, across the pitch from left to, to right. He's done well to work a corner. Done really well to work a corner there. Good applause for Shane Ferguson. It was amazing. I think he slightly ran out of um, ideas as to what to do at the end, but managed to stumble and get the ball onto the bowling defender just over the line for a, for a right-sided corner. Good work, nevertheless. Comes from the right side, it's near post, it's flicked, it's across the face of the goal, it falls to Jed Wallace, a header, not noted for his heading, Jed Wallace, but it runs clear. Marlon feeds Aiden O'Brien now on the, on the right, in, in a winger role, rather than a striking role. Ball bouncing around, so it's Lee Gregory, 
inside the penalty area, trying to work space for a shot. He throws out right to Marlon, bit of Lions pressure here. This is Wallace into the into the mix. It runs across the face of the goal. Two Shoulders, the listeners moan, 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 fucking moan all game. Then you get one goal and suddenly it don't matter anymore. Nicely finished. Um, ball across the box, falls to Skellig, who, who hits it on the volley down into the ground and into the net. One each. Well, we scored late, and no, it's when we conceded late. We scored late today. We don't want to be conceding late, dear listeners, do we? 83 minutes, 84 minutes looming. Mill throwing over by the far left side corner, 87 minutes. Can we have a chance for a long one? We haven't been terribly effective with our long throws today, in all honesty. It's taken short. I think they must have heard me. It's going to be a chance to chip the ball in there by, by Shane Ferguson from the left into the post. A flick header, that's wide right. I think that was Lee Gregory, flick header. Close, but no cigar, dear listeners. Nice taken turn by Lee Gregory on the halfway line. He feeds O'Brien. Ball played out wide, wide left. This is Skalak from the left side. He's back inside, tried to feed it to O'Brien. Three minutes of overtime. But Brighton will bring away. Brighton, Bolton will bring away. Mill passing the ball around on the halfway line. That's trying to work some space down the left. This is Jed Wallace now coming down left, down by the left side corner flag. He cuts inside. Pauses. There's a number of white shirts in front of him. They're trying to work space quite nicely. Jed now floats the ball wide right. That's headed back across goal. Disallowed, unfortunately. Um, that was headed back across goal and put him right close by by Lee Gregory, but disallowed almost as uh, as the, the uh, header came back. Referee now allows a tackle on, on Ferguson, giving Bolton the chance to break late in the game. That looked like a foul to me. This is the 12 from the left side. He's put it over the bar. Thankfully, referee almost cost us the game there, dear listeners. There's the final whistle. It was one all. Both sets of players flat on the ground. Neither team really needed a, a draw there, really. Both teams were looking for the win. Both thought they should have won it. So, strange end to the game there. One all is the finish. Um, I think probably it's a fair result, in all honesty. We weren't brilliant, and they weren't brilliant. So, one all. Nice, um, nice play at times by the Lions. Man of the match, Lee Gregory for me today. He never stopped running. We'll be right back after these messages, dear listeners. It's the Lucas Ball Report. Full time here at Dan. It's finished. Millwall one, Bolton one. Um, poor performance from the Lions, in truth, really, and they should have done better. Should have taken three points from this one. But no, there was sustained pressure in and around, uh, sorry, like around the edge of the box. But no real massive chances squandered by the triple save slash block in the in the first half with uh, Ormwick and Beavers denying Leonard and O'Brien. But you know, did, um, didn't create enough chances, enough clear-cut chances by any stretch, and they'll have to do better in midweek against Birmingham. 
a Yuri Skalak goal, his, his first goal for the club, so that's, that's the positive coming out of it. But um, yeah, it needs needs to be better in the next few games for Millwall. Move on to uh, two big games this week against Birmingham and then Bristol City away. Come on, you Lions. Big welcome to the Sunday morning nightmare. Long time no speak, Harry. I haven't spoken to you for about a few days or so. <laughs> yeah, that's long for us nowadays, yeah. It's strange having you back on a Sunday morning. I, w- I want to try and revive the Sunday morning conversational nightmare. So big thank you to Harry for uh, stepping up to the plate today. Um, I found that a very strange performance yesterday, Harry. It almost summed up the season in many respects. In patches, we were awful. In patches we were average, and in patches we were actually quite good. And I think that's that's like a metaphor for the whole season, in many respects. Yeah. Bits, yeah. bits and pieces. Yeah, it was. Um, you know. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It was a game where we probably, well, we definitely didn't deserve to get beat. I, I want to put no. that very clear in Did my mind. Did we deserve to win mind. it, do you think? I, th- I thought we um, marginally shaded it by the end. Yeah, by the end, I think the second half we were, I mean, considering, I think if you take into the the sort of circumstantial factors that we had no Morrison to bring on. No. We had no Bradshaw to bring on. No. Elliot got injured. Um you, you know, you start. Fred's out on loan and Thompson's out on loan. You start. You're ticking through the players that would come on. Yeah. And and they're not there. Um, and this is another thing. I don't think we've had a proper injury crisis for a few seasons now. No, this is um, one. In, this is one. Well, this this definitely is one. I mean, I, I don't I don't know what the the terms of Fred Dominic Dimmer's loan deal are, but I, I'm. If he can come back, he has to come back for me. Well, we're watching um, the government give Gibraltar away at the moment, so I'm hoping that Millwall managed to build in a recall um, clause for Fred. But um, you can't always trust these things, can you? No, you can't. You can't. We're <laughs> going to give Gibraltar. We've decided to. Can we give Ryan Tunnicliffe a deal to, uh, <laughs> to Spain? They can with have Gibraltar. <laughs> we'll um, keep Gibraltar. No, they can have Tunnicliffe. Um, yeah. 
No, it's um, it is an injury crisis, and it's a very real one. I mean, Tom Elliott, bless his heart, I didn't think was on on his game. I mean, he had, he had a couple of moments of strength on the ball yesterday, and then he got injured, didn't he? About thirty odd minutes, thirty seven minutes, I think it was. Um, and then in came Aidan O'Brien, and I actually thought we improved Harry when Aidan came in. I thought we started to keep have case of having to keep the ball on the floor and pass it, but we actually improved as the game went along with that new style of play. Yeah, the passing style of play, which uh, it made Aidan and Gregory come deep a lot of the time to pick the ball up. But that's what they like doing. They like going at people, and I don't think people realise that. No. And kind of our support's got to get that into their heads. I think you're right. We we improved. I don't think that style suits Sean Williams. Um, no, he had one of his because, one of his poorest games for a long time. I thought yesterday, Williams. I think he's been off the pace for a while. Um, I think if Thompson was there, he'd be playing. Um, especially in a performance like that yesterday. So I think Leonard is the ball carrying. You know, you need a ball carrier and yeah. you need the, the, the terrier. And yeah. Williams isn't really a terrier. And, I mean, he's never had been blessed with great pace. But I think sometimes now he sort of Saville was hiding a lot of his defects last season. Um, and Leonard, yesterday, looked really good for me in, in fits and starts. When he's... He's got a little bit of the Jeb Wallace about him. He does something unusual. He'll play a nice little flip yeah. pass around the corner. He'll do something like that. Yeah. And that's kind of like, I, I can see we'll go to a 4-4-2. Um, I don't think we'll change. But a 4-4-2 with Leonard off the front two, mm. or Fred, or Jed, or someone like that off the front two, the way they play would really, really work. I mean, if Fred comes back in the way that we're going to have to play, because we won't be able to lump it long, no, it could be no. the it could be the start of the making of someone to give Neil Harris a really difficult conversation, just like Jordan Archer's giving him a, a horrible decision to make for Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought Archer played very well. I mean, just, just take the game through the sequences. There was the the I, I, I called in real time. I called it a world class save. There was there was an initial save as Bolton broke forwards, which was a good save. Um, and then it fell to, I think it was the 10 from distance of shot, and, and it kind of trickled through to a striker close in, and it was it was an instinctive save from, from the very top draw. I mean, that really was Jordan Archer at his very best, I thought. Yeah, it was a bit of, um, I think we mentioned on the, on the Norwich game, I said that, you know, um, Archer would pull off would pull off the save that he, he shouldn't make. Yeah. You, you know, um, I think the first one really, you know, when he broke forward, I thought goal. Um, yeah, I did in yeah. real time. I did, and the the save itself was a was, you know it, it wasn't meat and drink. It wasn't an easy save, but it wasn't oh my god, what a save! You no. know it was a. But it in that passage save. of play yeah. afterwards, the Millwall back four didn't reform. The shot was from their ten. I think it's Ami Obi showing his brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it sort of. He, he sort of pulled it and it ended up being the world's greatest pass. You know, it split the back four <laughs> and their bloke seemed to try and flick it with the outside his foot. It was going in, it was going bottom corner and Jordan's reacted fantastic, not just to get there, but to push it. It was a strong hand, you know, last yeah. season, we, we you know, I, me especially, I used to say he had, you know, he had chocolate wrists yeah. and he, he just, I don't know, he, he seemed like he'd matured yesterday. There was a, he commanded his box, he went and caught a ball. He, he it's as if he's realised he's in trouble because I think his 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 last performance for uh, was at Scotland mm. and he's lost his Scotland place. He's not being called up, and regardless of how poor their football is, they managed to somehow shit ass their way to a playoff spot for Euro twenty 
2019 or 2020 yeah, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. They um, so I think he's realised it's kind of a crossroads in his career. He can go back to sitting on the bench, or he's got to beat this Ben Oymos character. And you know, for me, yesterday that was Jordan Archer of the year that we went up. You know, that yeah, was the Jordan the old, Archer. Of, Jordan Archer of old, I thought. Yeah, and then, and long may it continue. I mean, on his day, that that is the that's the problem for Jordan is we now expect him to play like that all the time. You know, look at the higher at Man United. Look at um, you know, there's there's. There's goalkeepers around the world that you say, you look and you go, well, they're gonna, you know, you've really got to turn it on to to beat him today, you know, and that they're sort of five out of seven sort of performances from their goalkeepers, they do it in five games out of seven, whereas Jordan what used to do it sort of five out of seven, and then last season might do it one out of seven. So yeah, uh, I, I think Amos coming in has just pushed him, and obviously I suppose you can't really drop a goalkeeper when they've not really done a lot wrong, but unfortunately for Ben Amos, I, I think. Uh, the, the Dem will be crying for blue murder if uh, Neil Harris drops Jordan Archer for Wednesday night's game. You, you'd pick him again Wednesday night. Aaron? Oh, absolutely. Archer. I mean, I, I, I mean, the sensible conversation to go to Ben Amos is, you know, you've done really well for us. You've done absolutely nothing wrong, but the bloke had, was man in a match on things mm. in the form of his life. Mm. He stays in, you know. And if you can't understand why that would happen, then you've got to question Ben Amos's mental ability. You know that. All you've got to do is go back and do what you've been doing. You know, you'll get your chance again. It's, it's quite. A, they're they're much of the same, apart from Ben Amos seems to be for me a Willie Gray, but I don't think he's going to be happy to be a Willie Gray. You know, what I mean, mm. um, the sort of comical goalkeeper that's brilliant to come on and makes fantastic saves. Mm. Whereas Jordan Archer's got, you know, a bit of the Denzel about him. You know, if he. He's been very quiet. He's never really commanded his box. Like, yesterday, no. for me, he seemed to... He'd become a man rather than being a boy. I think he's been to the side. edge of the cliff, Harry. And he's, he's had a look over the edge of the cliff, seen it's a long way down. And, you know, he really... You, you know, you, I think you said it's a crossroads. It is, he's at a crossroads. He's potentially a very good goalkeeper. Um, one that can probably play at a higher level still, higher level still than, than where we're at. But he's, he's, it's almost like a choice he's got to make. He, what he did yesterday, he's, it's got to be his bar. That's 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 where you've got to produce to every game. It can only go higher from here. He, he plays like that every week. He'll keep us up. Yeah. I, I, I'm being totally honest now. I mean, I'm not going to beat around the bush. We're in a relegation fight, I said, definitely, after watching yesterday. Um, one of the tweets, um, I've got it to hand, but it's words to the effect of, if we can't beat Bolton at home, given their, their situation... Then we're in we're in the shit basically, and I think I think that probably sums it up because, you know, we, we probably deserved to shade it in the end yesterday, but um, the goal that we gave away was out of the sloppiest of slop, wasn't it? I mean, big big te. Yeah, um, you know, I I, I think um, giving away silly goals. I mean, we you know we we're still not entirely unscarred from the Norwich experience, you and me, are we? And you know, to, to watch goals of, of such a soft. Um, quality being given away is, is relegation form. There's no no dodging that, I don't think. Yeah, I think with three players like, you know, sitting there watching it yesterday, I don't understand what Marlon Romeo has to do. Because, I, I mean, we can't no. defend any... We, I mean, I accept we can't defend. I've, I've come to the conclusion that we can't defend. Everything comes from our left and right-hand sides. Meredith, you know, is over 30. He's a good player, but he's not, you know, he's been found out a little bit. I don't think he's really getting the support that he needs. Um, 
And again, he improved the second half of last season with a certain Ben Marshall playing in front of him, who seemed to do quite a bit of tracking back where Fergie doesn't really put his body on the line. He's a good no. deliverer of the ball, but sometimes can go a little bit missing. Conor McLaughlin looks like the biggest wage thief ever. Um, I, don't think he wants to, I don't think he wants to be at Millwall anymore. Uh, generally, I know what's gone on there. He, he, the body language yesterday was all wrong for me. Um, I was interested by um, Ryan Leonard's interview. I don't know if you saw that, Harry, about harsh words on the on the Calmont Road training field. I'm, I'm wondering whether some of the harsh words might have gone Conor McLaughlin's way because um, I, I, I make you right. He looked a little bit. Um, he was missing yesterday for large large chunks. And and Romeo coming into the game, lo and behold, gives us pace going forwards. And that's that's yeah. Romeo's great strength, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you can't defend, at least at least you know Man United used to do it. They used to have sort of. One out the back four would go forward, you know. Um, yeah. And realistically, Marlon and Jed down the side would frighten any sort of. Well, Marlon's a forward-thinking player. He gives nuance as we're going forward. There's little little one twos and little unusual flicks inside went with Marlon that you weren't going to get with Connor. Bless his little cotton socks, but he's not going to produce that. And, and don't and, bless his cotton socks. He's a fucking wage thief. Um, <laughs> he's got a lot of cotton honestly, socks. <laughs> but the, the thing, the thing that annoyed me with him yesterday was. You know, at nil-nil, we were under the cosh, Archers made the save, and Jed, you know, Bolton at that point seemed to have come to it, it's on the counter-attack. Yeah, they could attack us, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, there was a ball, and it was between Hutchinson and McLaughlin, McLaughlin sort of trots back, gets it, and they're all reformed now, yeah. and then slaps it inside, you're the right back, you're the one who's supposed to bring the ball forward, not the centre-halves, I don't, I don't understand. And when you lose the big man... It's like they fucking don't know how to play football. It's like, just pass and move. That is football. And he weren't moving at all. Weren't shame for anyone. And he was rightly rightly taken out. I just think, you know, I, I think he's definitely, you know, the right-back situation is worrying. Mm. Um, we've now not got a striker. We need to sign one of those. We haven't really got a centre midfielder that, that, that can tackle, I suppose. We need to sign one of them unless we get Thompson back. Um Oh, we could do you a lot know, worse than bring our own back, couldn't we? I mean, I mean, Ben Ben seems to be playing well for, for Portsmouth, and I know, yeah, you know, if, if, presumably he wants to come back. Well, he'd be under contract, so he'd have to come back. But um, you know, that I think we could do a lot worse than bringing bringing back the Freds and 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 the Ben Thompsons in the circumstances. I think, I think it's I think it's necessity now. I mean, muscular injuries. Let's be honest, you don't want to rush Tom Elliott back. You don't want to rush Steve Morrison back. No, you can't. They're not then. right. Morrison's so, age will play know, an increasing part in his game from here onwards. I mean, you don't, you don't want you don't want six weeks. You're going to miss him for six. Say they have pulled hamstrings. That's six weeks. Yeah. Six weeks. Millwall could be in the bottom. You know, and, the and eight, ten points adrift. We could deal with the you Ipswiches. I mean? Yeah. You're not. You're not going to get there. We'll be in. We'll be in January. Don't. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I think there's a big bit of work to do. We mentioned some names on on the on the radio show on Friday night. Yeah. You know, it's it's wages, but again, our is Gregory going? And Jack, this now puts Gregory's contract slash move in January rumoured to be in fucking jeopardy because Mill, there's no way. I don't care if he goes for nothing. You can't lose Gregory now in January because, you know, I don't know what's worth more money, losing him for nothing or 500 grand. I'm sure getting relegated costs you more than 500 grand. It costs you a lot more than 500, especially with this so, TV deal flying around now that we've we, we read well, about the week. Sean Hutchinson hasn't recovered really, is he? I mean, he's, he's still not looking... Um, the player that we, we, we knew and loved last season and, you know, the soft goals keep being conceded and unfortunately he's now part of that soft defence and um, I wonder what's, you know, whether he's still in recovery mode 
from the from the I injury. Don't, I don't think it's the two centre halves problem. I, I really don't. They don't get cut open. Nothing comes from inside. How many times have you seen someone walk through the middle of the middle defence and it a mm. gun? They don't. Mm. No, they go around the side, don't they? Every, everyone goes, we're going to hit a diag, it'll get in from behind them, it splits them. It's so easy to play into them all, they sit so rigid, they've worked out that the two weak links are on the left and right hand side. They hit you. Jed sort of sometimes comes back, sometimes doesn't. Ferguson doesn't bother, you know, that isn't very good defensively. Aiden's even worse, and we haven't got anyone else to play on the left hand side. So that that's that sorted. On the right, Jed becomes the worst player if he sits back, and McLaughlin weren't bothered yesterday. Romeo, again, goes forward, but then we have no one at the back, and then you might as well play three at the back. I, I, I don't know. It, generally, you can't, you can't, then we're still scoring the same amount of goals that we scored last season. We just are not, you know, we'd win 1 0 yesterday. You know, that 82nd minute goal is the kind of thing that happened in the run. Mm. You know, uh, if we hadn't conceded in the first minute, or first couple of minutes, or whatever, as it seemed, we, we, I don't think it's got to turn eventually but you do make your own luck and you can't keep conceding soft goals as you said but there has got to be something out there that we're going to either have to change formation to suit the injuries or we're going to have to change style and I don't know whether or not everyone's ready to realise that we are going to have to change I don't maybe go I, I see I still think we could go I know we've tried it fucking millions of times at Millwall but five at the back with Marlon Romeo as the right wing back and Jeb Wallace in a free in midfield with the space to do what he needs to do, for me seems to be the logical option because we can't we can't lump it at a big man because we haven't fucking got run out of big men to lump it unless we're going to send um, Jake Cooper forward, Juicy Jake. Cause he's... Well, Jake, Juicy Jake, Juicy Jake. I'm sure we're all waiting for Juicy Jake to turn up on the old alternate commentary yesterday. I uh, reckon it's Yuri Yuri. Yuri yeah, man after midnight. I saw that one on online. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. But um, they fucking. Oh. I don't know. I just think. I, I mean, Scalat yesterday. I mean, we're playing him on the wrong side, but he's got a little bit of the. I mean, his final delivery is not great to be honest but he's he has ideas do you know what I mean he has creativity and that seems to wrangle people who sit around me as if to go well he needs you know we've they got a very up, strange up and under Harry don't they I mean I, I think we looked at our best I and mean, there's a chance at the end of the first half ping pong where we went close I think it was actually headed away from underneath the bar by Beavers at the end of the first half of course of course it was headed away by fucking uh, Beavers, Beavers. Yeah. and um, I mean obviously the goal also, I mean but we, we looked at our most dangerous when we, we, we kind of got the middle fire in the belly I'm thinking of Ben Thompson now, and as I'm saying these these words, where there was the Ben Thompson sense that the, the ball was being back and forth across their penalty area. Something's going to happen. Some 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 you know space is going to be found by someone, and that's how the, the goal came about in the end. Via um, or Scalak uh, claimed it initially, and then it turned out to be Juicy Jake who got the got the the credit. How um, much money is he worth now, Juicy Jake? Top goal scoring defender. Know, we can't, in we can't sell him. <laughs> we'll have a lot of money in the bank. We'll be in League One, won't we? Um, I, I just think there's the, what, what was missing in large slices in that first half was the Millwall fire in the belly. And I think Neil Harris actually, in his post-match comment, says yeah, we didn't look like Millwall. We didn't look Millwall-like at the den. Up and at them, 100%. We were 5% off. It's, it, it's, it's becoming a regular theme, though, Harry, isn't it? This, this lack yeah, of fire, are, like, we, lack of spirit. We look like a punch-drunk boxer. Yeah. You know, we look like we're stumbling out at the start of games now or in the last 10 minutes, sort of, you know... Um, is it right to throw in the towel? Is it right to stop the fight? Kind of thing. It is. It is demoralising, but it's 
you know, we knew we couldn't continue like last season. There was no way. I think, realistically, we're now in November, coming yeah. up for December. I think reality has set in that we are where we are. Yeah. Um, we were this in this position last season, but we got a run and we got belief and we and we started. And a lot of teams seem to, in the mid-table, fuck off on holiday about February. Yeah. Because there were some weird results in the championship. This season, the league, without a question of that, is stronger. Um. I mean, it, it, we're in the trenches clear. I mean, now. the money's sloshing it. The money's sloshing Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But we now are in a position where the recruitment team have got probably, oh, and we say this every window, but this particular window, with everyone knowing that you've got £8 million to settle. All mm. right, say let's, let's say for argument's sake, £3 million quid of it's gone. And the initial transfer budget was a million. Scalic was a, probably another seven hundred grand, maybe a million pounds. So let's say we've lost four million out of our initial budget with the Savile money of nine million. So basically, Millwall have got what five million to go and spend, or they can spend it on wages now. You know, yeah. depending who else leaves or whatever. That's the big thing. But you are. It's massive that they get this right. There is needs. To, it needs freshening up. It definitely needs freshening up the squad. Um, the players we've brought in in the summer, we haven't seen Tom Bradshaw enough to, to make past judgment in the fits and starts. I saw, I saw a player there. Unfortunately, you won't see him again until yeah, the end next of the season. Until yeah, next sure. year, but depending on what league that's in. Yeah. Um, and from that, Leonard, for me, walks into the side every week, so I think he's getting better and better. Um, and then Murray Wallace, the jury's still kind of out. Um, and, and Yuri Skalak again, another one that you know, the jury's out on, you know, you see him in fits and starts, you need to see him in a run of games, perhaps, but we don't have that luxury. Um, I think a left-back, a right-back, a centre midfielder and a striker, so I'm not asking them to do that. That's a million pound a lump. We just missed Um, Black Friday on this as well. We've got some good deals on Black Friday. Well, I think think we don't like to see it, but I think the loan market, we we need, I know I said his name the other night, and there's no way we could afford his wages, but... You know, you're looking for a Jermaine Defoe. You're mm. looking for a Premier League journeyman yeah. with the right attitude, i.e. that we all know he's coming here to try and get a move to a Premier League promoted side, like either whoever goes up out of Norwich, Leeds, whoever, Sheffield United, Wednesday, fucking whoever. Yeah. You know, you're trying to get someone that's going to score 10 goals between now and the end of the season. Pull it together and keep us up. as well. Yeah. You, you know, and... I don't know if one of them exists. You know, you know what I mean? I don't know. You know, you're looking for... I'm looking for someone with... You know Morrison's got a little bit... Well, last season's Morrison. They'd have that little bit of invention that their body's still just about got it to give you a nice little flick into the box with someone that gives them an easy chance to score, you know? Yeah. We, we need something like that. We need... A, we need a Neil Harris out there. We need a Neil Harris out. Well, we need a Neil Harris, and we need a Dennis Wise in the middle. But really, let's be honest. That's what we. That's what we need. Or a Jimmy Abdu. I mean, Jimmy Abdu. Fuck me. Would be walking into this side. His legs still work. Do you know what I mean? It's um. Strange story. Something like that. Strange story with a referee yesterday. I, I missed it um, pre-game. Apparently, the original referee had fallen ill prior to the kickoff, which I, I missed in real time. I don't know if anyone else picked up on that. And then, of course, the the replacement referee pulled up. Um, about half an hour into the game, didn't he? And yeah, um, in came the fourth official with um, unbelievably a, a Millwall fan. Who, I don't know if he was there as a reserve ref or if he was just sat in the crowd or happened to have his boots on him. I don't know what the story is there, but a Millwall fan finished up as linesman. I'd, I'd, yeah, he, um, I'd, apparently I've read a little bit this morning. He was he's 
a Bostock, a Bostock Saturday League. I don't know yeah. how low down that is. That seems to be about where Alfie Pavey's turned up at. Seven so I don't or eight, know how I think. Low down yeah, that tier is. eight or seven, something like that, I think. Something seven, six, maybe yeah. Salford City, that type of, yeah, yeah. type of carry on. Um, and apparently, reading what Phil Parkinson, the Bolton manager, said, that when Archer made the double save, he jumped up and applauded him, though was the fourth <laughs> official. Which, you know, I suppose. And then he was in front of me... Um, and he didn't really have a lot to do. Bolton didn't really come forward, but you, you know what I mean. And then no. he gave a, they, the referee looked at him when it was a fifty-fifty for probably a Bolton corner. It probably was a Bolton <laughs> corner. And the referee he didn't give nothing. And the referee went, "Oh, it must be a goal to kick then." And the bloke didn't win the ball, so it must be a free kick to Ferguson. So I, I, I sort of smiled at that one. So yeah. When uh, our sort of conversation off air was, oh, surely you could do a bit of the referee. And I said, well, I'd probably get the match abandoned because I'm fucking cold and I want to go home. Send them all send off. Send off a load of players just for fucking looking at me. And you had um, no, no hand in the disallowed goal. There was a late disallowed goal. Um, no, that was the was referee's was decision, prompt. so he, he couldn't have. Yeah, um, he was the tubby one, shall we say. The tubby in, linesman was the Millwall fan. <laughs> That's the difference. There you go, people. On, you know. on Twitter, Rhoda71 says, only Millwall can fail to win a game. We've got a ringer for a linesman and, and then a fourth official. So um, I, I think it's a bit harsh on, on our uh, ringer of a linesman. Our ringer alignment had nothing to. We kept a clean sheet with our ringer of alignment, <laughs> which at this stage we've we've had bad our defences. That's a statement in itself. Um, I, I don't know. I just it's just a weird story. Only at Millwall, and it. Millwall. I mean, only at Millwall could we have a tannoy sort of shades of Jimmy Hill coming out of the crowd, wasn't it? It's like fucking. Mill, only Millwall could have a linesman turn up that's Millwall and not win. <laughs> it is true, but um, I mean he had nothing to do with this or that goal, but. I don't know. It's so disheartening. Nick. It's going there. It's yeah. dark. It's Christmas. It's We're fucking awful. And, and but I don't. I don't understand this cry for Harris out. What can the bloke do? He didn't think that we were going to lose. Fucking Who are we going to bring in? I, I mean, I, I, I get the frustration. I mean, I'm just looking at a tweet here. Jack TK says. Just to confirm that one Can I ask, it, does he look like he's under the age of 25? Uh, it's hard to tell. I think he's, he's probably around about that 25 level. But he says a one-all draw against Bolton at home isn't good enough, says Jack. And it's stating the obvious, of course, but um, true nevertheless. London Calling says, what can I say? A shit first half. But we, when we started playing the passing game in the second half, he thought we looked a bit better. Um, and we did look a bit better with the passing style, I thought, in the second half, which is... Possibly a, a marker for the future. We we at least looked like we had some intent, Harry, didn't we? The Barcelona Bermondsey. Um yeah. <laughs> he's fucking I couldn't imagine us doing that. But no, um yeah, we looked all right. As I said, you know, O'Brien's a good technical player. I don't understand this guy. He gets a lot of shit and I sort of hated him when I first when he first bust on the scene, but now now I understand well, that he's not gonna win an Edo. Yeah, he's he's a bit of a he's not a luxury because he He's only a luxury outside the box, if that makes sense. When he's in the box, he's fucking like, he's useful. Oh, I'm in the box. You know, um, he'll fly into people in the box. I don't, someone, you know, I think the island experience, I think, has really helped him, to be honest. He looks, the more I see him this season, the more Developed since the island goal. Yeah. Well, it's not just that. It's just the, the way he carries himself. You're not like little boy lost anymore. He's got a bit more about him. He seems a bit more at home. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think only... I think this, you know, Scalat got in the Czech Republic fucking side the other way. You know what I mean? We're not bad when we try and play football. I think maybe if we could just learn how to defend, we'd probably be a mid-table side quite a big step forwards. TT, Mill TT makes the point that with the referee getting injured and all the jiggery poker of time-wasting, Norwich got more 
extra time added on than than uh, than we did yesterday, but true, I suppose. But but in, yeah, true. Yeah, fantastic. Jewel Narsha says Stephen yeah. Savage um, kept us in the game. And last one, I thought we'd close on this one, Harry. Um, this is Millwall. Glenn says, I know it's not the best of seasons and shit has been pretty depressing, but this is a team I want to get behind, even if it's a season that sees us drop down. Maybe it's being an old git, but I'm tired of swapping managers, hoping for miracles. And that goes back to the Neil Harris point we were just talking about. I don't He's know who else we're going to bring contract. in. <laughs> ooh, ooh, He's ooh. just signed a new contract. We must still be paying all the way off. Uh, um, I, I, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't, this is a serious conversation. What do you want the bloke to do? With, with the resources have, we have available. You, you know, we, we, I don't understand. If you don't like it, I'm saying this now, fuck off and don't come because you're fucking spoiled. The bloke's giving you three years of outstanding growth as a club. And you well, want to fuck him off at the first bad sort of three, four months that they've had. And it ain't necessarily a fact that, you know, as I keep saying, wait until January. They didn't have a proper window. The window was ruined on the last day by Middlesbrough trying to get the two best players in our club. You lose to, you know, Man United lose to Hayer and fucking Lukaku tomorrow. Look at them, they're 10th. It's Man United. Man United can go and outspend any club in the UK, pretty much, and fucking do what they like, and they're still 10th. You know what I mean? There's not... Just because you spend money, it doesn't give you a God-given right to fucking go and win games. You know, the, the, the squad's regressed. Players who are over 30 that we've picked up are not as good as they were last season. That is simply... A fact, they're out of form. Old father time, mate. Well, collectively, they seem to all be out of form, and and it is what it is, you know? I don't understand this clamouring to get rid of him. Who are you going to go and get? Because there's no fucking decent manager out there. Mick McCarthy, (laughs) if you're going to get Big Mick, Mick's gone. We don't want him back. We don't want him back. I know, but, you you know, you're looking at someone who knows the division, working on a budget. Ipswich Mm. were fine before they fucking got rid of Mick McCarthy. Now they're adrift. Yeah. So, you know, you need someone who knows the division. You can't, we, we couldn't do the same decision that we did with Lomas. You can't fucking get someone from Scotland. So you are stuck with, you know, you've got to wait till Warnock's sacked. You can't bring in your Kenovic because presumably he's, he, you know, he'd want to change us into something. He'd want money. Waitrose he, buying. He'd want them. money as well, wouldn't he? You know, exactly. So to, to I don't squad. understand. We are a working class club. If you don't like it, fuck off and support Charlton because I'm fucking fed up of hearing people talking about. Uh, Harris is this, Harris is that. That boat will work harder than fucking most people we work in our fucking modern day jobs. There's no there's no way that he is happy with how it is. You know, you can tell whether that's right or wrong or otherwise, but give them till January. We didn't play well till January last season. We nearly no, we went didn't. up. We, we, we don't need to. You know, we're giving everyone an head start. We're going to go on a fucking 18 game unbeaten run this season and end up at Wembley and win 1 0 off fucking Elliot's backside. You know, it's going to happen. Here it is first. Great to have you back on the show, Harry. We do miss the old rants. Sunday morning rants. It's good to have you back, mate. Um, when are you next to, you, on the radio? Two, two weeks' time, isn't it? I suppose you, you're working next week, the week after? Yeah, I'll be working next week. I missed the, I missed the Birmingham game, so I'll be watching it via the miracle of uh, I follow, <laughs> I follow. Um, at work. So I've, I've, I've some certain people get some dodgy engines, you know, you know why. <laughs> Play um, Harry. On, on, um, on iFollow. Yeah, I'll be watching it on iFollow and then I'll, I'll miss the radio Friday because I'll be working as well. But um, Good stuff. Yeah, I'll be back on the radio the Friday after. Many thanks, Harry Warren. Good to have you back, mate. Cheers. No worries, mate. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week and we are out of here.
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.